Because I just have the Charles in Charge theme in my and like the song in my head, Joey. That's why. That's why I'm probably gonna forget all of this intro stuff that we're supposed to. Okay. Why? What? Where did that come from? I've been rewatching Scrubs, and I totally forgot. Here's okay. Let's back it up. Let's pull the curtain aside, everyone. What's up? Welcome to the. You haven't been watching Charles in Charge. You've been watching Scrubs. Scrubs. Right. I'm watching Scrubs. (laughs) And, okay. of course, Ted has that, that amazing acapella band that in real life is called the Blanks, but they just call them, I guess, the peons in the show or Ted's band. And they got to the Charles in Charge theme, and I thought to myself, what a banger. What a banger of a theme song for an acapella group to do. I got a little jealous because, as you guys know, I was in uh, choir for the first week of my senior year, and then I was like, this is too dorky, even for me. And so I stopped doing it, and that was one of the biggest regrets of my life because they had a great time, did a great acapella show after that. Yes, Tim. Uh, just a quick question. I, mm. I'm unaware of what Charles in Charge is. I have only heard about it through reference in rap songs, but it's never really clear. There's not that much context. Joey, do you know what Charles in Charge is? Mm, I it's I am assuming it's a TV show based on the fact that it has a theme song. Okay, so I'm right there with you. Then I have no idea because I, I just want in one sentence what you think the pitch of the show is. Because no, to me, this is so fun. Okay, yeah. What do you think, Charles? What's the one-liner for Charles in Charge? I've always thought that Charles in Charge from the limited context that I've heard in rap songs mm-hmm. is about a chimpanzee that goes to work. Wow. Okay. That like oh. Dunstan, Dunstan's mm-hmm. checks in, checks in or whatever it was. Yeah. Interesting. Joey, what do you think Charles in charge is about? I think it's about, uh, it's some form of like, uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead meets freaky Friday hmm. where there's a body swap thing. And now the dad's in the kid's body and they have okay. to like figure out how to deal with this. I don't know how that works in TV show form. No, I mean, that's a that's a great guess. Can I guess? Yes, Andy. Oh, yeah, we're going to go around the table. Andy, what do you think? I got to assume Tony Danza plays Charles. Wow. And maybe mom and dad died and Tony Danza is the oldest brother. Mm-hmm. And now Charles is in charge. Oh, that's Tony Charles, one. his full name, Tony Charles. Tony, Tony Charles Danza. <laughs> they just call him Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony's just too hard middle to say. Name, middle name basis, yeah. Barrett, do you know what Charles in Charge, what the one-liner is for Charles in Charge? Uh, no, because I only know it from the Scrubs uh, reference. Got it. Okay. Oh, see, so mine was Family Guy. Like, that's the only, I only know the theme song from Family Guy. So Charles in Charge was a show starring Scott Bayo. This is where Scott Bayo came from. Mm. He did no this, shit. He did, I th- yeah. thought it was Happy Days. No, he was in Happy Days as well. Uh, he was also in a movie called Zapped. He was and Joni and Joni loves Chachi. He was in that series as well. So he came from that. But I know him from Scott Bayo from, Wait, from Charles in series? Charge. I'm sorry, loves Chachi. I think. Yeah, I that think was so. a spinoff of Happy Days. Yeah, that was are a you shitting me? Days. And if I remember I correctly, so. it was a spinoff of Happy Days that also was a spinoff of Laverne and Shirley. Mm. Like a shared cinematic La- universe. I want to say Laverne and Shirley was also a spinoff of Happy Days. Wasn't Joni Laverne and Chachi. Shirley a spinoff of Mary Tyler Moore? <laughs> Maybe. because We're getting in the weeds. We're getting in the weeds. Okay. Sorry. Scott Baio Chachi. Right. Scott mm-hmm. Baio comes to prominence, gets his own TV show. The TV show is called Charles in Charge. Ran from, I think, 84. A couple gap years there. All throughout the 80s. The one liner on this is Charles is a college student. And gets hired as a live-in uh, caretaker for a, a wealthy family's three children. But in lieu of salary, he gets room and board. Parents are dead? She's no, parents are very much alive. Mm. Just kind of <laughs> checked out. And if memory serves correctly, and I was just looking at, I was looking at this. Because I watched the intro for the first season. I was like, I don't recommend. I don't recognize any of these characters. Because I could have swore that Nicole Edgert 
was in Charles in Charge. And the first season, she's not in it. Turns out they did the first season. And then the showrunners were like, we like Charles. We like his nutty friend, Buddy Lembeck. But we don't like the rest of the cast. So they literally brought it back two years later with a whole new cast except for Charles and Buddy. And it, and the way they wrote it off was that he went back for summer. He, he left and went back home for summer vacation and came back. And the family had moved out and another family had moved in. But they had the same deal. So we just had to work for them. <laughs> that's wild. It's wild. And that's, that's and they so recast. Funny. It was three kids, but they recast them completely. It was Nicole Eggert. Uh, it was another blonde. I forget her name. And then I think there was a little boy as well. Charles and then the mom was and a, Buddy. And the mom was a single mom. So I think that was how they were like, we need a little bit of help. But when you go back and look at it. It's, but it's how just, old is he compared to the kids? College versus high school. So it's okay. completely inappropriate. <laughs> okay, but really, he's like 37, right? In, in, I mean, in show years, probably, yeah. yes. But if you watch it, Barrett, if you want to pull up the intro for the first for the first season uh, uh, theme song for Charles in Charge, I don't, I don't, we, you, you can mute it. We don't have to listen to the music. Yeah, I don't want to get want to sing along. But there's a couple scenes of Scott Baio shirtless. He's a full-grown man in this. And I don't know that I would necessarily trust him to be around my teenagers, per se. Um, yeah, so this is the house, right? It's Charles in charge. You can see that. There's Charles. Hey, he's wearing a tie, so you know he's trustworthy. Another tie. A lot of ties we're seeing here. He, look, he, Bale, looks, like, third tie. he looks like he'd be cool to throw a football around with. Yeah. He looks like a, he's going to join his dad for take your kid to work day. <laughs> it, wasn't like, it wasn't like a Fresh Prince situation where he comes from a downtrodden area and like moves in with, with Bel Air. I think he was just... I don't know why he needed the job. I guess that guy looked like Tucker job. Carlson. So this is, so I want you to look at this. This is, this, these, I don't remember any of these kids. <laughs> There's Scott Bayo jacked out of his mind. Would you let him, would you let him hang out with your 16 year old daughter? Probably not. That's Gwendolyn Pierce. That's the character's name. Uh, he was always after her and I don't remember if he got her or not. Pretty sure he did. Is she like part of the family or is she mm, just someone else? She's a college, uh, she's the one he kind of had a crush on in college. He was always, he was always sort of like, um, doting on her and trying to, uh, to to get her to go out with him, but they they this remained friends. But if we go to like the, season uh, two, you're gonna see a cop. That's there's no <laughs> orangutan in this one. You're thinking any which way but loose, which is a Clint Eastwood movie, or Dungston checks in, which I've never is, seen. Andy, is there like a movie. puppet of some sort? That's Alf. Character? You're thinking okay. Alf. Um, very similar aesthetics. A lot of wood on the walls and on the on the floors in the maroon 80s, so. carpet. Mm -hmm. A lot of sweater it, vests and ties. The um. At any point, did Ralph Macchio have a dispute with maybe the movie theaters and then Scott Bayo was like, I can be, I can be him. I can be Mr. Miyagi or what's his name? Danielson. Oh, because they look Scott very Bayo. similar. They are very similar aesthetically, especially the thick, like darker hair. Um, but I don't, I think that in the 80s. Scott Bayo, of course, we uh, has gone a little crazy on Twitter uh, the past few years. Oh no! But I think in the eighties, he at least he at least <laughs> respected the sanctity of the Karate Kid. Respected the sanctity. Scott of the Bayo, kid. sixty-one years old. How yeah. old is Ralph Macchio? Ralph Macchio's pro ageless, I think, is what we're looking at. Oh my God, he's only one year one year younger. Wow. Ross of the beef must have well, been. Well, yeah, you have to imagine the, the like, person you're seeing here was like that. That that intro was probably filmed in like '84. I think what I'm just so blown away by, and I guess I have sort of the same feeling when we watch Top Gun, is like that's a 60 year old man. We have to mm -hmm. understand that. When I see Ralph Macchio in Cobra Kai, I don't think that's a 60 year old man. I think yeah, oldest 51. Oldest, mm -hmm. yeah, and a lot of it is a dyed hair. He's it's got a dyed young hair. kids in the show. You he's don't very, probably don't yeah. think he's that old. Very young kids, Joe. Yeah, like very like 
His daughter's like, what, 15, 16 in the show? But the son's and, even younger. And he's 60. You're right. Oh, my God. Ralph Macho's <laughs> getting it in late. Now, I, I do have some updates for you guys about <laughs> I, some clarification on the whole uh, spinoff situation. Don't so, okay. Thank you. Okay. Mary Tyler Moore show is its own universe. It does have spinoffs, but they're not related to Happy Days. They have okay. Rhoda. Rhoda, was one. That's what I was Phyllis was another. And then there was a one-hour drama called Lou Grant. And then there was, in two, the year 2000, an ABC TV movie, Mary and Rhoda. Okay. But that's the end of the Mary Tyler Moore situation. Okay. Happy Days goes a lot deeper. Yeah. Happy Days has seven different spinoff series. Seven. Including that, two that were animated. Andy? That's weird. That's crazy. It's like that, like, I would have assumed maybe two max. And it's, a, it's about to get even fucking weirder when I start reading them to you. All right? Okay. <laughs> One of them is Laverne and Shirley, which, yeah. and, and somewhere back here, I knew, right? Mm-hmm. Joni loves that. Chachi. That makes sense as well, because that's like a spinoff of a spinoff type situation. Again, I didn't even know that was a show. I just know that from Dodgeball, where Ben Stiller's character goes, Joni loves Chachi. Chachi. Like, that's yeah. the only, I didn't, that's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we got <laughs> the Fawns and the Happy Days gang, which was an animated show. We also oh. have another animated show that's Laverne and Shirley and the Fawns. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Huh, but okay. but there's two more that I think are interesting. Oh no, three more, excuse me. One of them is Blonsky's Beauties. Don't know what that is. Uh one of them's out of the blue. Okay. But the one that's blowing my mind here, Mork and Mindy. Oh. Yeah. The I'm Robin Williams alien situation. Yeah. I didn't know that was a happy days. Yeah, he did a he did a yeah, he did a cameo like a or a bit, few cameos right? of, yeah, on Happy Days. Yeah, and then they spun oh. that off. Which was we always kind of confused me because Happy Days was supposed to be set in a different time time period right happy days was like yeah 50s and mork and mindy was supposed to be contemporary i think that was that was set in the 80s when it was like it was supposed to be set in present day so i'm not quite sure so we're supposed to understand that we're supposed to believe that an alien uh in the happy days universe aliens are real yes (laughs) or was it a show within the no, I don't I th- think so. I think he was he was an, he was an alien for real in Happy Days, and they were like, "What the hell?" Like, so much that, that we they just crazy. spun him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jonathan Winters was his baby because if 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 me- if memory serves correctly, <laughs> Mork when Mork had a kid, the kids are born like Benjamin Button and Jonathan Winters, like, so they're born super old and then they get younger as they go. I could be wrong on that. I can't tell if Nick's fucking that. with us or not. I, but, well, but, Robin Williams loves Jonathan this. Winters, and so he cast him in his, okay, so as, is either his dad or his baby. I can't remember which one. Was. So it goes even <laughs> deeper, possibly. So Mork and Mindy is set in Boulder, Colorado, in this uh, in the then-present-day late uh, 70s, early 80s, as opposed to the Happy Days setting of Milwaukee in the late 1950s. Mork explains to Richie that he is from the future. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a good – that's good. They solved that. There's no retconning. So there's also wow. so there's aliens yeah. and time travel. We got we but, got fucking Kevin Feige back in the day yeah. doing his thing. Andy, that blows my mind. Andy, I have a question mind. for you. All right, uh-huh. all the marbles are on this one. Okay. I will give you ten dollars if you can tell me what planet Mork is from. Mork. <laughs> Sound that out. <laughs> I was thinking more Mars Mars. Mork is from the planet Orc. Orc. <laughs> you got the wrong part of the word you committed to. You almost nailed it. You almost nailed it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on these mics each to pretty much talk to you about old television shows that you probably have never heard of unless you too have watched 
scrubs. Uh, some housekeeping items for you right now. 10 a.m. Friday. We're starting it up. We're kicking it up. Merch month is here. We got two new cool things dropping. We got this badass bucket hat and this all-over print shirt that this gentleman is wearing as well. If you look close enough, we got all the little smileys there. Head on over to kindoffunny.com slash store and check both of those things out. There it is right there. If you look real close, those it's are smiley cool. faces. They're very, Whoa. very, very cool. It's our little logo right there. Uh, one of them, by the way, I have it on good authority. One smiley face is frowning. Winking. Oh. I was going to go frowning, but winking is a lot more positive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so check those out, ladies and gentlemen. we got lots of awesome uh, designs up there. Also, shout out to our Patreon producers, Anonymous, Nathan Lamoth, Delaney, uh, Delaney Twinning, Parga, Getting Married, June 10th, Sing, uh, Gordon McGuire, and Fargo. You're married. Well, happy, yeah, happy, happy, got married. Congratulations. I hope it happened. Uh, hope you know what? Happened. I'm so sorry. I'm changing that to got married. And got married. Nick, you June owe me 10th. 50 bucks because you ended up doing the housekeeping. Remember you Did said you... You said, I bet you $50 I'm not going to do it. So here's yeah. how I oh, work Also, I would I like the Starbucks for correcting you on something on uh, Screencast yesterday. It was called Dirty Dancing, Joey. Uh, that was the I couldn't remember game. what exactly the bet was, but I still feel like I should get the Starbucks. You have to remember the particulars if you want the Starbucks, first off. Second off, Andy, I'll repay you your debt by eating all your popcorn tonight when we go see Lightyear. They announced that Dirty Dancing mm. 2 is coming next February, and Joey slacked me. We're going back and forth, and she's really upset that she's convinced that they're not going to show Dirty Dancing Havana Nights any goddamn respect. And I, we were talking about her, <laughs> her, her goal in life should be and deserves to be the Kevin Feige of the Dirty Dancing Cinematic Universe, which makes me really excited to be able to think back and be like, wow, there was. I want to, I want to think that Henry Winkler was the Kevin Feige of the Happy Days situation. Wow. They got that shit on lock, okay? It would have been the showrunners. And I want to say it was Rob Reiner, but he wasn't. He just played Jughead on that. I forget who the showrunners of Happy Um, Day were, but they knew what they were Was it Gary Marshall? It was Gary Marshall. That's right, because Penny... Because that's why I think Laverne and Shirley... Did we... I'm sorry. Did we go over Laverne and Shirley? Yes. They came out of that, right? Yeah. So Gary Marshall was Penny Marshall's... Brother. Brother? I always thought it was her dad. And then I looked at him one day. I was like, they're very close in age. There's no way. I think they're siblings. Pretty sure they're siblings. And, yeah, Gary Marshall, of course, has been in a ton of stuff as well. Uh, Tim from Kind of Funny. I need to, to drive this even more off topic than I already have. But uh, growing up, I was confused on two things. The one most popular thing that I, I know I'm not alone on, this is definitely the Bernstein Bears type situation, was I always thought that Happy Days was shot in the 50s, not in the mm, 80s. Because I was watching it in the me 90s too. and it, it was just like, cool. So there's that. The other thing is I was very stupid and I remember watching Wayne's World. And they mock the end of um, Thelma and Luis, where they drive off the cliff, right? I always thought Thelma and Luis was Laverne and Shirley. And so Mm. on Nick at Night, I was always (laughs) waiting for the finale where they killed themselves. Wow. (laughs) No, the only thing that that would have made them want to kill themselves is they worked in that stupid bottle factory that looked very monotonous. But even then, they did the glove thing where they waved Mm -hmm. goodbye. They they had a good time. They made fun out of it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, we got a couple uh, sponsors of this incredible show. Today, we're brought to you by Spotify and Athletic Greens. We'll tell you about them later. We're also brought to you by YouTube.com slash kind of funny hey have you ever thought about subscribing to your very first youtube channel well kind of funny has just the thing for you introducing youtube.com slash kind of funny where you can see me nick scarpino every day on such awesome podcasts as the one you're listening to right now why not put a face to the name by subscribing to youtube.com slash kind of funny while you're at it buy yourself a snake they're great all right I feel like we covered a lot of topics. We guys usually yeah, wrap this up this right great now. great show. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I hear you on that, though, because do you want to talk about something that confounded me? 
Dirty Dancing. Joey brings this up. First off, shout out mm-hmm. to Havana Nights. It's a terrible movie, but I'm glad it is. Yeah, exists. it's not great. <laughs> I'm not going to be totally mad if they like <laughs> no, they retcon, retcon it, it, but they let's, let's it's, be honest. it's kind of rude that they're just going straight to Dirty Dancing too. They basically made a movie about dancing that had nothing to do with Dirty Dancing, except that they dirty danced together and they just called it Havana Nights. It didn't have it wasn't in the <laughs> Catskills. It wasn't like it didn't have to do with Baby. It didn't have to do with Johnny. It was just, it was like, it was like the Grease 2 of the series where it just should be thrown out the window. God, I have no reference. I for just bought the, the Grease 2 Steelbook. Thank you How very much. How dare you? Or was it, was it slippery? Oh, so you were the one. What? <laughs> Damn. Damn. The one person. <laughs> Hold on, Andy, 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 Andy. Uh, rolling back here a little bit. Rewind here. You don't know what Dirty Dancing is. I mean, it's a Kevin Bacon fucking. Nope. Wow. Nope. Way off. Nope. Wrong one. Nope. So Dirty That's Dancing was one of those. <laughs> you're thinking Footloose. Dirty Dancing was one of those movies that I could have swore was shot in the time period. And then we get to the time of my life. And I'm like, that sounds like an 80s song. And it turned out it was made in the 80s. of course. What, when you just told me I was wrong, my brain went, no, that's Flashdance. Oh, you're, also you're just <laughs> a lot of dancing in these movies, but, yeah. but different types. Can you of blame movies. me? No, I've never seen no. any of them, Andy. <gasps> so first off, Flashdance is fine. Does this mean we're doing Dirty Dancing in review? Can we confirm that I, for the people? Nick, can you, can you rank the three movies right now? Ooh, that's a great. Okay, yeah. So Flashdance number three. I'm not a Flashdance fan. And what is Flashdance? Flashdance is just a. Uh, she wants it? to be Jess- a dancer, Jennifer right? Jennifer Beals, not Jessica Beals. Jennifer Beals is a dancer. She's trying to get into a prestigious dance academy. But during the day to pay the bills, she's a steel worker who welts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't Chris, know that I've ever seen Chris all Sarandon, of Flashdance. Danielle loves it, and she watches it once a year, and I take a break. That's one of those movies where I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to watch this over and over again. It's not, it's not, it's unlike Footloose, which is one of the greatest movies ever made. Okay, wait, the 2000s movie with the blonde white girl and the black dude, and they dance. Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance. Not a remake. But Jessica Beale. Not in that. <laughs> Who's the blonde girl? Who's the blonde Julia Styles. Julia Styles. Julia yeah. Styles. Fuck. I was thinking like, that's crazy that Jessica Beale's in a dance movie. And so is this Jennifer Beale. Well, I'm no, sure. Cynthia point. Rhodes in two of these movies. Mm. Cynthia Rhodes was in I'll get one of these one day. Which is the movie with the iconic scene where they're on the, the chair. Doctor trailers. That's Flashdance. That's okay. Flashdance. So she pulls With the, the yeah, she pulls the, the water, the water comes down on ghost. her. That's ghost. <laughs> <laughs> We're going all over the place. So to rank those, to answer your question, Andy, and thank you for that, I'm going to yep. go Flashdance. I'm going to go Footloose, and then I'm going to go Dirty Dancing. Because that is the baby, correct order. Nobody puts wow. baby in the corner. Puts exactly. And only you one can't of those not rank, rank the last Patrick Swayze first. You guys, listen. Watching Patrick Swayze. Actually, I'm going to stop. Watching my wife watch Patrick Swayze <laughs> as he dirty dances on a young, impressionable Jennifer Grey, who was a megastar back then. She was awesome. Is one of the best Wait. experiences ever. Yes. Is Jennifer Grey Ferris Bueller's sister? Sister. Yes. yes. Cool. In real life? And fun no, fact about that. She they, Matthew Broderick and Jennifer Grey, during the filming of ferris bueller's day off we're dating no yeah she was engaged there. to him and somebody else within the same month 
that's amazing. Wow. It's a small world. Hollywood is small. And she got she got small Charlie Wonder. Sheen into that cameo for Ferris Bueller's Day Off because they had I think they were either they were friends or they had done like Red Dawn or something together and she was like, You should put Charlie Sheen or maybe somehow he got big because of her or she got she hooked him up with that. But she was a pretty big star by the Oh, it was Michael J. Fox and Johnny Depp she was engaged to in the same month. What a fucking player. Here's what I'd like what to put badass. a bet on. I'd like to put twenty dollars that Kevin calls him Pac- Patrick Swayze. <laughs> okay. oh my fucking yeah. god that's yeah. a pretty good bet right like that's, that's a pretty no, that's a safe can bet. you call him right now what's the best way to prompt him to answer that question you just the put guy the, from put the, ghost but the word oh. no okay let's stop before we call him because we're gonna call him is it Swayze, or do you think he's gonna pluralize it like he does everything Swayze's. Patrick Swayze's. <laughs> the thing okay but here's the thing i hate about that is that he tries to pin that on the fact that English was not his first language, as if he learned English when he was 27. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, Kevin, you've been, like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but you've been speaking English for a long time, mm-hmm. my guy. Like, you d- you're not, like, you weren't living in Spain for the first 28 years of your life, and then you came over here and had to learn English. Yeah. So, like, pluralizing things that aren't plural... It's just you being bad, Kevin. If that's, <laughs> the, if that's the only thing that Kevin did, I would let him write it off. But there's a lot of other things in the <laughs> words. Yeah, don't family. blame it on the culture thing. <laughs> I don't know. He, so wait, it so all you, stems from Ozarks. I just want mm-hmm. you guys to understand that. Mm-hmm. He didn't use to pluralize things until Jason Bateman made that show Ozark. And when you refer to Ozark, you, you, <laughs> the, the, the bodies of water, you refer to them as the Ozarks. Which yeah. are a which are a grouping of like smaller bodies of water. I forget what state they're in, but or what state they span. But you would call them the Ozarks. The show is called Ozark, but Kevin learned the Ozarks first, and like a computer hell bent on destroying all of us, he just cannot possibly change. He cannot be talked out of it. Ozarks. Ozarks. Should I call him? So right okay. Now? Yeah. What's the now. prompt though? We I, I want to th- get the prompt right. I was just thinking like Do, we have to trick. We have to trick him. We have to say hey. We're it's having so a debate right now, and we don't want to look it up. We're calling everyone we know. Who? Well, who was the actor in Ghost? Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Is Kevin going to know that? I mean, okay, yeah. Point Break. We need a who was the What's actor in point, point Break? Okay, no, yeah. let's let's start I, with Ghost. Okay, let's start with Ghost, and then okay. prompt with Point Break, and then Point Break. If he says Keanu Reeves, then we're like the other one. No, no, the other one. The guy that my brother had hair like when he was in college before he lost all his hair and gained weight. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Oh, Call's going out. Call's going out. <laughs> this is gonna be great. Kevin Coelho, you are on the kind of funny podcast. Oh man, it's the first time. It's very exciting. Long time listener. Yeah. So we are we've been quizzing everybody here on the show. You can't look it up. Don't look at a fucking computer. I want to today. I, I, you who, got me. Because I got who is the star of the movie Ghost? The male star. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Uh, how do you say the last name? Swayze. Oh, he just he burned you, bro. He burned <laughs> me. He burned me, Kevin. He, he passed. passed. I, I, I told the, I told the guys. Now, here's the thing: we always knew it was Patrick Swayze, but I said, I bet you twenty bucks that Kevin thinks his name is Swayze, like an S H. Nah, I got you. I knew that. He one. fucking I got me. He fucking got me. Wrong. Kevin, on. you passed, big dog. You passed, big dog. Congratulations. Ask him how to say the Ozarks. 
<laughs> no, I'm not gonna ask. But that was part of it. That kind of went like crazy. Like the, the, it was almost there. It was almost well, there. Kevin, we had well, to ask when for clarification. Yeah, the thing about Kevin is, as we get closer to Friday, the words start to slur a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Understandably, is, yeah. I mean, it just is what it is right now. I mean, spoilers: Kevin's at the new studio right now, hooking up some control room items that we desperately need him to do because. We're doing some load-in stuff next week, uh, and we need some stuff in working order, so we're very excited. I thought you were Full transparency. <laughs> yeah, another, just because I feel like we're talking more about the studio. We're still a ways off. It is not imminent. Just want oh, yeah. everyone to know that. Spread no. the word, please, because I see the comments of like, oh, they're about to get back in the studio. We are not. You will know. God, you will very much know when it's going to happen, and it is not yeah. right now. Right. Yeah, a lot right. of people thought that the studio was imminent because they saw Snowback Mike was down here, Nick. Mm -hmm. So on, the, on yeah. our subreddit... I, you know, not only did people see that Stoneback Mike was working out of Kevin's office, but people had seen my Instagram story from the night that we all hung out and I took a video of everybody. And it was you, me, Snowbike Mike, Kevin Asex, JD Neal, Washburn, uh, and Kevin Coelho. And we're all just kind of hanging out, out in the town, drinking a lot of Margs, eating milk and cookies after... I was there too, but uh, the I, most, I, I just wasn't part of that Instagram story. Oh no! We, oh yeah, you had left already. Yeah, yeah. you had. Yeah, you had left uh, without. I mean, real good Irish goodbye on Barrett's part. I Barrett tried to way. get you in there too because you're like, we'll, we'll probably get into it. But there was a moment where you're like, I don't want to spend more time here with the situation that Nick is about to put us in. And I was like, mm. here's the plan, Andy. <laughs> you and I yeah. go downstairs. We stand in that group for ten seconds. Mm -hmm. And then we just slowly fade away in the background. And I told you this. I told you this plan, and I did Kevin exactly that plan. And then I was gone. I was out. I didn't. I didn't even need to fade away. But Kevin caught me. So we had a great night um, with Snowbike Mike visiting. Um, I got to meet JD Neil and Washburn for the first time. That was pretty cool. Friends yeah, that's of wild ours that, that you guys hadn't met before. Yeah, friends of ours that we just always we're always on Discord pretty much every night, just shooting the shit and watching movies and playing games. So it was cool to finally meet them, and uh, and I've obviously seen Kevin Asex many times. But um, we all met up and went to the same spot that me, Nick, and Mike went to last July, which is almost basically a year ago. Crazy that it's been a year yeah. since the last time we had that big meetup where we first walked into this the bare bones of our studio. And I went to the same spot uh, because... Mike really was craving those corn ribs, Nick. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, this place kind of does these seasonal offerings. Uh, no. And the corn ribs were not on the menu. And it was so freaking sad. Neither were the wings. Because this place was apt out of their goddamn mind. Usually, you go to bars, Tim, and you expect, mm -hmm. I'm going to get a bunch of drinks with shitty bar food. Yeah. The way Kevin uh, Coelho and Mike and I sort of describe this place is like, it's definitely closer to a restaurant than most bars. Mm -hmm. The really? food is, I think, really damn good. It's really good food. Um, and what when we were there... It's, it's called Heritage? Heritage. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought it was the other one. And we were waiting for... We were waiting for Nick, by the way, who was in Oakland doing a comedy thing. And we got there, and uh, Nick is like, yeah, I'm about to leave. And we're like, fuck, he's not going to be here for another 45 minutes. I'm full as shit. I want to leave. Uh, we had uh, some margaritas. We ate a lot of food. By the way, Kevin said the margaritas were really weak. And I couldn't really tell, but I'd figure they were weak because I felt like I, I should have just drinking water, Tim. We ate so goddamn much. Mm. Big ass sirloin steak that I, or the, the New York, it was so fucking delicious. Potatoes, all the fries we had. We had so much food. And then, of course, at the end of the meal, Mike says, I want to order 
the milk and cookies. Mm-hmm. And he looks and he sees that Kevin Coelho is outside mm-hmm. to know to not be the mediator or the manager of the situation. And, and Mike says, we'll take three orders of the milk and cookies. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, so the, and this place kicks ass with them. But not only at, at a bar, but after a lot of margaritas and steak yeah. and potatoes <laughs> and shit. So I'm full as shit. But the milk and cookies come out and they are like freshly baked. They are warm. And they come, and then there's a little, uh, like, a teacup, Nick. Mm-hmm. And it's... A little saucer. I wouldn't saucer. say it's, like, it's not just milk from a store. It, it's, like, a sweet cream, kind of. Yeah, it's, like, a vanilla cream. Like, it's, a thick a thick vanilla cream. It is so delicious. But and it's also, the, like, not super chilled, either. It's kind of, no. like, cool, I'd say. Not warm, te- not room temperature, but, like, cool. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to just dip the cookies in there. Kevin has an empty glass of water that he... The, yeah, exactly. Uh, Kevin had a glass of water that he emptied out because he'd already drinking it, and he poured the cream into there, and was just like cookies and milk, and it was a grand, it was a grand old time. But we're full of shit. We feel awful. What's up, Tim? I'm so just jealous of you guys. I wish I was there. I love that I was having this like dual crisis of consciousness where me, Bless, and Greg are down in LA having the damn time of our lives at Summer Game Fest. Uh, and I honestly, I felt bad. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It all comes back. But I, I felt bad because I wish everyone was there. Like, so we're all having fun together. I pull up my damn Instagram and I just see you turning around seeing everyone. I'm like, Mike's there. I'm like, I am so jealous that I'm here here right now not with y'all motherfuckers at 2 30 a.m i get a text from kevin that's essentially all caps like tim i can't wait to fucking talk to you i have so much to tell you we just had the best night ever and i'm just like i love that all of this is a thing and it all goes back to one very very simple word and it is margs i don't know where this happened but nick scarpino not the biggest drinker of the bunch but once he started doing this comedy stuff, he started getting out there ordering his cocktails, as he likes to call them. And <laughs> I've seen he started turning into the he wants the nice mark, the premium mark. We you see palomas. I know. I and know. Then it turned. What's a paloma, Joe? Uh, it's tequila and grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So okay. can we call uh, you Paloma Joe? I feel like that's cool. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> sure. That's pretty bad. You have to drink palomas from now on, though, Joe. Paloma I like Joe's. them. That works out. Yeah. Uh, but at Achievement Hunter Live, we all experienced it where it's just like, oh, shit, okay, Nick is now the Marg, man. But, like, is the Marg the official drink kind of funny for 2022? Because I kind of oh, feel like that's the vibe. Tim, that is a great question. And I think that question deserves an answer. But before I answer that question, ladies and gentlemen, how about a word from our sponsors? This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I've been using AG1 the last few months because I figured it was well past time I start thinking about vitamins, but I'm usually not the biggest fan of their format. So being able to drink a flavored water is much more up my alley. And I'm a huge fan here of the fact that it doesn't taste super healthy. It kind of has like this mild tropical taste to it that I look forward to every morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny again that's athleticgreens.com 
slash kind of funny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved only for big businesses to everyone. So upstarts, startups, established businesses, content creators alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to across the globe. Our content creator friends use Shopify to manage all their merch sales and stuff. And I recently got Gia a pair of Allbirds from the Allbirds website, which also uses Shopify. So that's an example of big websites using Shopify for their sales. You can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting on conversion rates, profit margins, and to help you supercharge your knowledge of your sales and your success. You can go to shopify.com slash KF games, all lowercase for a free 14 day trial, and you can get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash KF games right now. That's shopify.com slash KF games for a free 14 day trial. Shopify.com slash KF games. That was a really here's, good transition, Nick. Good mm, thanks, thanks, Barrett. So here's here's what I'll say about the marks, right? Hmm. It's a first off, the word mark uh, comes from uh, the, the entomology of that word is uh, short for margarita. Just in case. How do you say that word? Entomology. Entomology. Entomans donuts. I like saying that word because it makes me think of the Entomans donuts, which makes me think of the Entomans cake that you get. That's kind of got like the cream cheese in the middle. I don't think there's an end there. I think it's etymology. Yeah, I think you're right, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is, but, yeah. That's why but, I asked. <laughs> how do you say it? the tree people, It's just right? etymology, E-T-Y. Etymology. Okay, yeah, etymology. It's a lot of words. Great, great. Yeah, what's funny is Andy was like, how do you say that word? And I was like, oh, Andy must know how to say this word. And then <laughs> even Andy had to look it up. And you gave me shit, but then even you didn't know the answer to that. No, I was that pretty sure. Kinda, I was pretty sure. That's why it was kind of funny thing ever. Wheelbarrow. So, I was out with uh, me, me and the missus were out with a, a couple of our friends um, and we were like, we should get drinks. We were at a Mexican restaurant and when my friend's wife said we should get some marks and I'm like, that is that word shortening it brings such happiness, like a mm-hmm. smile to my face. This just feels like happiness, right? Have you ever been in a situation where margaritas didn't bring a smile to someone's face? You see that, that no. picture of margarita come to the table and you just go, you know what? Why not? Why, Why not? not? Exactly. And and I honestly, I think the craving started for me because uh, much craving. like Nick, I am not the drinker of the group. Like I, I've had this fucking half bottle full thing of Brugal that uh, Danny Pena gave me for my for Hispanic Heritage Month in like 2021, maybe. Yeah, maybe 2020. I don't know. But I just don't really drink a lot. It's just not my vice. My vice is just snacks, right? That's just mm, that's where I get wow. my my fix. Um, but one day I just kind of like I think it was maybe after a year of quarantine. I was like, man, by now I would have gone out at least once. <laughs> like <laughs> there would have there would have been one outing. And when we are out, I love getting a spicy marg. I love the marg with the mark hint Simpson, of like what they call that. Marg Simpson, you get the it, you get the hint of jalapeno in there. Yeah, and it's like it's got a kick to it. It's so freaking delicious. And I don't think the marg consumption really began until last year in July, Nick, when we all kind of got together. It was like margs are the, are kind of the thing. They're the wave. Jump on board. You know? Get on board. It's what's old is new again. I will say, 
the key to it, though, is to get a slightly better tequila in there than you think you deserve, than you think you're worth. That way you don't get super hungover. Because if you drink a marg that's well tequila, two of them are going to hit you and you're going to get that sour feeling in your stomach and you're just not going to be out. So the key is to spend at least $17 per marg, if not more. <laughs> wow. If you could, yeah, if you could afford it, get out there and wow. put $17 on the table, if not $27 where you want to be. That's right where you want to be. I want to, just, I want to just clarify a couple of things. So from my side of the story, Mike's in town. Now, Mike being in town, 50-50 shot if he's going to come, if he's going to arrive, gonna come. Yeah. if he's going to stay. Sometimes Mike has been known for driving in for one thing, and then he just drives right back. Because I immediately me. am flashback to Achievement Hunter Live right. when we, had no we just assume he's going to come down. And it's like, Mike, when you headed down, uh, it should be whatever night, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, the, and well, then this the kind of, time, wasn't he then, supposed to come down on Friday, and then he came down Saturday? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, then yeah. The, and then the questions start to pop in that give you a little pause where he'll be like, and, and so Andy, like you, you like these achievement hunter guys? Like they're good. They're yeah. good dudes. And it's yeah. like, all right, he's looking for a reason to not show <laughs> up. Right. Um, and that's just what you kind of assume. You always assume that there's an angle being taken where he's kind of just like laying the little seeds of doubt so that you're not too surprised when the eventual Discord message pops up at 11.58, when he was already supposed to be on the road, that says, mm-hmm. Mike's not going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. He refers to himself as a third person. Third person, and says, okay. Mike will, Mike will not it. be there. <laughs> yeah. It, it, helped, it, helps, it helps because he knows he's doing something wrong. It helps yeah. him associate from that when he refers to himself Absolutely. as a third person. Knows Absolutely. That so the fact that Mike's even in town, I'm like, I got I to gotta make move heaven and earth to come and see him. Now I had offered to the, to the jabroni boys. I was like, come out to Oakland. I got a cool little bar out here that I'm doing a show at. There should be plenty of room. You guys can drive out here and, uh, and come see my show. We can hang out afterward, find a bar in Oakland or, and or drive back. I knew there was no possibility that this was going to happen, but I just thought I'd float <laughs> it. Now, m- meanwhile, my friend, uh, reaches out and says, Hey, I had a dropout on my show in the mission. Do you want to do my show tonight? Now this is at a place called the Valencia room, which is a badass bar with an upstairs venue. I'm like, Oh, I want to do this. But I also told anyway, I ended up doing that show. And then I head over to Oakland. I probably should have just canceled the Oakland show and had you guys come out to Valencia room. Cause we got a party at a mission the whole time. But Mike being the creature of habit, get texts me. Actually he has, he has Kevin SpaceX text me. Cause Mike, I don't think has my phone number and goes, Hey, I, we're at this bar. We're not coming out to the Oakland thing. It's too far for us. We're going to be at this bar. And of course I'm like, Mike, only knows two things in San Francisco. He knows heritage bars and uh, what's that burger place over in West Caliber. Caliber. <laughs> That's all he knows. <laughs> so I'm like, it's no shock it's to me that we're at the it. same place. Now, now this neighborhood we're in is is the, I guess it's the Richmond, right? And it's yeah. not the most happening of scenes. No, it by no means. It closes down on a Friday or Saturday night, probably around 8 o'clock. And you're not getting too much more there until you, unless you go to one of two places. In so his I, mind, he thinks it is, though. Because he doesn't know any better, because he will not let me bring him to North Beach or to the marina or to any of these places where people actually go. I don't know if Mike needs or to go to the marina. <laughs> Mike would love the marina first off. The, the thing is, I think because the last time he was here, Tim, Mike got it in his head that this was the spot that is kind of like bumping in. It's like there's a yeah. couple of spots that there's a couple like, of bars, and but like. No. It's a no. residential area. This is largely yeah. a, resi- a residential area. There's a lot of families. There's a lot of just like people that have their nine to five jobs and they go shop at the market right. when they get out yeah. of work. There's and a then lot go of places it's, it's that easy. I like to go to because no one goes there. You right. know? Yeah. It's never loud or crowded. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now. So, but I'm like, I'm coming. And I, and the second I hit that text, this is maybe 10, 15. 
I text, I'm coming. I can feel, I can feel the audible sigh on the yeah. other end of that phone. <laughs> I, could, I could, and part of me was just like, I knew that Andy was there. And I knew he was going to be like, fuck, I have to wait at least until Nick gets here. There was definitely more than a sigh from all of us that were like, Nick just said he's on the way. We're like, God damn it, bro. Yeah. What? Like, we, we've been done for like 28 minutes. Yeah, oh I mean, but God. I will say, Nick, you did get there faster than I thought you would have. I mean, there's no was, traffic in that neighborhood. Yeah, because <laughs> I was 15 at night. I was convinced that Andy was going to go home before you even made it. Maybe mm. yeah, I even had out. I mean, that was a good it. Barrett. I was looking for every yeah. fucking opportunity. Well, I was driving yeah. fast. I was driving <laughs> fast because I knew because I knew it, it, where the tables turned. If I saw that, I would have just ghosted. I don't like. I'm leaving. I'm not waiting for any of you guys. It's too late. It's too much time. Mm-hmm. All the food, all the alcohol. I, we already had our fun. But I also knew that I'm me. And I had a specific glint in my eye that night. I was like, I came here to party. It's been a hard couple <laughs> weeks. We've been putting, a, I've been moving boxes and shit and cleaning things and all that stuff. I'm ready to have, I tie a couple on. I walk in. These jabronis are the only people there. It's that it's one of those situations, Joy, where the guy's like mopping underneath them and all the chairs oh, are up on the table and they're crushing the last plate of, of milk and cookies, which I ate two of because there was two left. They were walking in and huh? say, What's up? Barrett, coat on already, mask on, ready, one foot out the door. Says, What up, Nikki? And I'm like, You're not leaving yet. We got, we're going to another bar. We're going to have one cocktail. So we go, we go to one of Barrett's, what I assume is your favorite bar. Uh, because you, you beeline right there. I was like, let's go to the one that's crowded. And Barrett's like, I am not doing that right now. We're going to well, a no, chill the, the, bar. The, well, the bar I took you guys to was like, it, Great bar. it wasn't like uh, crowded crowded, but it was still popping off a little it bit. Was I, I, the one that was recommended to us by the... Um, the but bartender. the person that was waiting us um, is definitely a, like a very particular vibe that I didn't know that like the all of the jabroni. It was the wrong been, vibe. Yeah. Barrett said it was like a biker bar. Yeah, it was the wrong vibe. Yeah, it's we like walk, definitely like an older, it. like almost biker uh, vibe for that one for sure. Because yeah. he kind of like in, he beelined vocally to it of like, hey, this place open back up. Go check. Maybe like he's got friends working there and he kind of like. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I was surprised he recommended it too. I was like, that's, I don't know if that's, you look at us and that's the vibe that you're going to recommend. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't want to say so, the bar out loud because I don't want to, you know, get too right. specific. Mm. Yeah, we don't have to go too crazy about it. But so we end up going to a more chill bar and it ends up being the right call because it's very good vibe. I compliment, Andy, you appreciate this. I complimented the bartender on how low the music was in this bar. I was like, hey, I just mm. want to tell you something right now. I like your choice of music, but even more, I like the fact that it is at a very low decibel level. And she goes, that's by design. I don't understand why they play loud music in bars. I'm like, I don't either. You're getting a big tip. That's also really smart just to kind of lay the foundation of like, in case you think about raising this shit. Right. (laughs) Understand that I like this. (laughs) Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, okay, Mike's in for this. I can, I'm, I'm looking around. I'm like, I think Mike is the only one excited to see me here. Andy and 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 Barrett are standing outside. Kevin, yeah, yeah. They don't want Kevin's. Kevin's down for it, but Kevin's always down for anything. Here's, uh, here's how excited I was for this next place. I ordered a soda. I wanted a Coke. He was gone. I was so full and like the most bloated that I've ever been <laughs> ever of just like I had so much. Not only did I have like a big ass steak. With all the potatoes I ate and all the fries I had appetizer-wise. But then I added some some cookies in at the end. (laughs) With milk. Dude, oh, that was so And I was like, just give, like, I want to drink on something, but I don't want alcohol right now. Just give me a fucking soda. And, like, we talked about this on the stream. And some people in the chat were like, oh, so y'all were drinking and driving? 
please understand, y'all, that like such little alcohol was had and so much food was had that there wasn't even a it I think it's the most sober I've ever been. So please understand that. <laughs> like after I had those margaritas and all that food, it's it's like Kevin already said the margaritas were weak. I think mm. the food made it even less like it went into negative drunkenness and I was just like <laughs> I'm so full. I just want to go home and sit down because I yeah. I can't even you know be. I don't even walk around right now. Also, people don't generally drink and drive in San Francisco. That's why God made Uber. Uh, yeah. But I'll tell you what happened next, and this is my favorite part of the night. So I'm 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 here. I'm in the energies here. Me and Mike are vibing. I'm like Mikey. I just want, let's we'll have a couple more cocktails, catch up. It'll be super fun, right? But everyone's like, we're done. We all walk outside. Barrett has been gone for a solid 30 minutes. He didn't even say bye. He was just like, I got, I, I'm not doing this anymore. Tapped out. And I respect that Barrett. Cause that's the old Nick Scarpino yeah. way of and handling I, I, shit. I knew only like, I only <laughs> wanted to be out for a little bit. Uh, you we, did had, bit. We, we had just been uh, out on a trip to, to Cleveland recently. So mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to be out uh, around people for super long. Um, but I had a couple drinks and I didn't make the mistake of, you know, having a couple of drinks on top of like a big meal and stuff. Yeah. Cause those cookies, that I didn't have milk with. They, just, they just hit so well. They, they fucking hit. You know, so, like I was, I didn't feel Tim, bloated on my way home. I felt they're great. like homemade, like home, co- like homemade cookies. Dude, like you order so them and they go. They take a little while because we have to throw them in the oven and they come out like right Oof. out of the oven with the milk. That's so, awesome. We'll have to get. I, I want some of these, man. Let's so go. to wrap this story up, I'm like Mike. Let's go across the street. There's a couple bars uh, over there, right next to each other. We'll go to the. I'm, I'm thinking. I look at the one. There's five people in this tiny little bar. It's super quiet. I'm like, we'll go on there. We'll have one more cocktail. We'll catch up with your life, and then I'll, I'll, I'll get you an Uber. You go home. You eat some food or whatever. I'll go home and do my life. Mike's not about that vibe though. So Joey, let me explain to you these two bars. These two bars. This is like a. This, you couldn't have. I know put, what bars they are. Yes, <laughs> you couldn't have put two more polar different bars right next to each other that share a wall. One yeah. was this sleepy little sports bar where it's just nothing but regulars sitting in a bar. The other one, '90s hip hop night, so yep. loud. Mm-hmm. so loud and i am trying my hardest to look cool in front of snowbike mike but i'm also like i do not want to go in there it is way too loud for my age bracket i'm gonna complain about it the entire time i don't want to dance I, i'm not gonna get sweaty i'm not gonna do any of these things they walk kevin walks up to the guy at the door and and he comes back and mike comes back with him and goes we're not going in this it's 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 like a five dollar or ten dollar cover charge we're not going in there actually that's what kevin said but mike's like i really want to go in there because i love this music and i'm feeling the vibe of this place I'm trying to push everyone to go into the other bar so we can so I can just hear, you know, because it's hard for me to hear. And then Kevin goes, I don't want to go in this place unless I, I don't want to pay cover charge. We're not going to this place to pay cover charge. And of course, this is one of the bars where I've done comedy before. Of course, like a dumbass, I look over to see who's at the door. And it's my friend Hanaton. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? He goes, Oh, are these guys with you? Oh, you guys can come in for free. No, Nick. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. fuck yourself. So Kevin Coelho pulls me aside. He's like, that's the coolest fucking thing you've ever done. Oh, Meanwhile, in the back of my brain, cool. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Why did I even try this? <laughs> and as he's stamping our wrist to go in, my friend my friend was like this. Damn, you're rolling deep tonight, dude. I don't even know it was that many people. I was like, you can cut this off at any time. You can tell us we got to go <laughs> at any time. But it ended up being fun. And we ended up uh, we ended up having one more, two more cocktails there and listening to some great music. And the energy was good. And it, it was cool. And then I got home and I got two pieces of pizza and a piece of uh, cheesecake. I th- wait, hold on. I, th- I thought we were going to talk about what happened at the first bar because we're at the first bar. I have my soda. We're all upstairs mm-hmm. throwing darts. Dart. And there's a the actual dart. There's, there's yes, yeah, yeah, darts. Yeah, throwing darts. 
And there's a, a table of uh, ladies near the front of the mm-hmm. bar. Mm-hmm. And Nick is like, Mike, let, let me go introduce you to them. Let's, let me wingman you right now. Let me do my, my wingman thing. Because Nick is very personable, very social. I'm an excellent um, wingman. I'll just say that right now. And I don't get to wingman at all ever because yeah. everyone usually is, is shackled up with someone and or never calls me out of retirement to do this. Yeah. So this was the equivalent <laughs> to, in my opinion, guys, to put it in terms, to contemporary terms. This is my opinion, uh, is the equivalent to Tom Skerritt saying, if nobody will be your wingman, give me a call. I'll fly with you anytime. Sure. Maverick, sure, sure, sure. Original sure. Top Gun. Um, and so um, essentially he takes Mike down there and we're just watching him <laughs> and they're just talking. And I'm like, Nick is so like personable to, and, and I tell JD and wash all the times that like, we're, uh, we have a waiter and Nick starts like doing a thing with the waiter, like yeah. doing his, th- and then me and Tim lock eyes and me and Tim kind of do it. Like ah, Nick's doing his thing right now. <laughs> and, and, and it, ha- and it, it it's, it's funny as hell. And then, uh, <laughs> we go back upstairs and Mike goes, we're like, what happened? And Mike goes, well, Nick opened up the conversation with, um, hey, um, what do you think about my friend's mustache? And, he, and Mike goes, and for the next four minutes, they're just roasting my mustache. Yeah. It was incredible. Everybody's like taking shots at me. And that's all it was. And we were like, all right, cool. And that was it. And then what happened? Uh, as, I, as we're all kind of making our ways, I'm planning my exit. You know my exit strategy. I see it like I fucking Again, see it, Nick. I gave it's like, it to you, Andy. I literally I'm, gave it to you. I'm tunnel visioning it, and I and I walk by everybody because it seems like uh, everybody like they're they're trying to hunker down, and I'm like walking out the place, and then Kevin goes, Andy, like Kevin wants me to go mingle with these women, right? Mm-hmm. Like Kevin, like very much like Andy, get in there, and I'm walking out. I look at him. I go, I'm gonna smoke. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, you don't fucking smoke. <laughs> and I just like, and, I, and I, I left the vision, his cone of vision <laughs> to like the side of the plane. Oh, and I just sit so out there funny. for the remainder of the time so, until everybody eventually walked out and we, I made my way back home. But yeah, I thought that moment was like, so of like, there was a moment where he kind of believed me because he knew that Barrett had already walked out. And I was right. like, I'm going to smoke real quick. And he was like, Oh, fuck you! You don't smoke. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe he knew that you don't smoke by the fact that no, normally people do this. You're like full on. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> oh, God, I love it. I need to admit something to you guys. Yeah, because meanwhile, this this exact same night, right? We're out at this rooftop party down in LA. It's Summer Game Fest, and it's like Shuhei's there. You know, Tamora's there. Lucy James, a ton of our friends, right, from the games industry, having a great time. Catch up with a lot of people that I haven't seen in three years. It's fantastic. Even people like Lucy and Tam that live in SF, but I don't see them here, so it's like I see them there, and it feels different, right? But it's I'm looking at my watch, right, and I'm like, okay, it's like it's like 11:45. And guys, I did something that Tim Geddes has never done ever until this moment. And I was like, in my mind, I didn't tell anyone this. I'm like, I'm going to finish this drink and I'm going to go home. Yeah. yeah. That is all I've oh, heard five. of. And I did it. That's that is what shocking. I, did. I just, yeah. I just left. Mm-hmm. And it so felt, proud it feels great. It felt so good. You know? uh, don't be, don't turn possibly. into one of these guys. Oh, now. No, no, Joey, don't worry. Don't okay, worry. Good. You still got me. We'll cover the dark side, Tim. <laughs> 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 no, 
the dark side over here, Tim, it's so relaxed, it's and so we nice. are we're better hydrated. Shut we're, up, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> you're acting like you're not right there with me. That last call, every single opportunity we get. <laughs> but I also, I do also very regularly, maybe not with you, but very regularly, will do the like. All right, I'm gonna drink this drink and I'm gonna get the fuck out. I of think here. I think Barrett like understands the benefits a lot because I, I do. Because here's the thing, Andy. It's like I came home that night, and I just I came home and I played some video games. It wasn't like yeah. I was coming home and I'm like, oh, dude, I need to fucking pass Listen. out and like do all this stuff and prep to not have a hangover the next morning. Like it was just like it was like nothing happened. It's like I didn't. I think even that leave. was the. I think that was the better part of it is that I didn't. I didn't feel drunk at all, and I didn't have to come home and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh fuck, let me get some water in me." Like it was nothing. I just sat down. I was like, All right, "I'm gonna open up some video games." You guys Let's know be- there's like a middle ground. Of yeah, you don't have to. No, you don't No, but like when I think of the other side of it, I think of being in Tim's situation where mm-hmm. we're at a convention, and that's where I will likely let loose more. Where it's like, I don't have to find a way home. I don't have to really necessarily think about my safety <laughs> i could yeah. just i'm just <laughs> i know is that, that tomorrow bring is that like, the thing uh, the in my in my mind joe out? i'll be like i don't have a panel until 2 p.m i'm gonna get hammered tonight i'm gonna drink and by hammered it's like i'm gonna drink maybe four drinks instead of three like because i you know I, i'm like, very much a lightweight at this point in my life it's just funny to me because Oh, you don't have a panel till two o'clock tomorrow. You can have four drinks. Versus, what were you doing on? S- oh, you guys had work on Sunday, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we had the yeah, Xbox thing. I had yeah. to wake up early. Okay. Yeah, I'll fuck give you, yeah. I'll give you the pass on that then. And I've been trying to wake up earlier and be a better human being because what have I been doing a lot my whole life in in quarantine? We have the stream at ten thirty. I'm awake at nine fifty nine. Yep. And I look sleepy and I sound sleepy on stream. And generally, I still do. Don't get me wrong. But I've been trying to wake up earlier. And then I get on that fucking Beat Saber and I'm fucking and fucking doing Beat Saber in the morning. Me when I hear Andy up and about before noon because I'm like, who the fuck is in our house? (laughs) Who is this person? Who's an intruder? I want to go around the the table right now. On average, like let's just say, like the average of out of seven days a week, what time do you guys wake up? And I'm not talking about like when do you set your alarm, like just when do you wake up? On average, weekday or weekend? Mm. I, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, just kind of like when does your body wake you up? Oh, seven in the morning. That's, yeah, that's too tough, Tim, because I, uh, alarms will wake me up nowadays at 8 30. Um, on the weekdays, and on the weekend, it's a fucking snooze fest. It's a disaster. Like it could, it. There are times where it's like, you know, I'm sleepy. I'm gonna call it early, and by early, three twenty. Yeah, like three twenty would be considered early for me, and then I would wake up at noon, maybe eleven thirty. But if I decide against that, then it's usually I'm up until six thirty, seven in the morning. Wake up at two thirty p.m feel like shit fucking stay in bed <laughs> god it's like college like, man let me dude oh my god my saturday was an unmitigated disaster my saturday <laughs> i woke up like at noon and then i watched kirby enthusiasm in bed watch a couple right. episodes fell mm-hmm. back asleep woke up mm-hmm. watch a couple more episodes fell back asleep woke up it was 520 or some shit like Jesus that Christ. it was <laughs> awful and i get in this state where it is 
I, I am no longer in control of my body. Ooh. Like, and it it pains me to say that. It, it it kind of reminds you like when somebody talking about depression, I don't think this is depression. I just think it's like, I tell myself, you're going to get up, you're going to go to the fucking gym, you're going to go on a long walk. And often, more often than not, I do do that. But there are times where it's like, I cannot physically leave this space right now. I don't want to be anywhere except right here in this bed watching this thing and that happened to me after watching fucking uh the one the thor mm. watch thor during work hours for the interview mm-hmm. and i was like once i'm done with this movie i'm gonna get the fuck up I'm like, nope i didn't do any of that shit i felt took a nap like because i just physically couldn't leave this space because it's so goddamn comfortable yeah. and i turned the ac on mm-hmm. and i was like ah oh, like it feels so comfy. It feels so comfy once I once I get a little swaddled in. Well, what is your average time, Tim? Has it been getting earlier and earlier? It has, and mm. I, I I I wish that I could do a podcast with my my you know Game Over Greggy Show episode five self and just be like, you ain't gonna fucking believe a whole bunch of shit. But the wildest thing is your body's just gonna wake up at seven a.m. every fucking day. That's crazy, and it's Damn, like that there was. Sucks. There was a while where I was like, oh, it's because the dogs. And then, oh, it's because G. Oh, it's because this, whatever. I'm realizing as I just spent a weekend away for the first time in three years at a hotel mm-hmm. where my call times, I mean, I, they were like fairly early. They were like 930 or something like that. But like I was just up at seven. D- didn't matter how late I stay up. Doesn't matter, whatever. I'm just fucking waking up. And I hate it, you guys. I, this I, isn't the, I this isn't the person I want to be. It, but yeah. it probably yeah. was at first. It probably was at first, uh, like the dogs in, like uh, yeah. I'm assuming, like when G gets up to get ready for work and stuff. Because that's sort started happening with me in the last year as well. Of like, I I don't know when it started. But for whatever reason, I could usually sleep in um, past like when Alyssa leaves for for work. But at one point, I just my body was up like five minutes every day before she left for work. And now it's just no matter what, even on weekends, I am up at 7 a.m. No. And, and dude, yeah. like, I, I'm right no, there with you, you with the sense, Andy, you talk about 1230, whatever. It's like, y'all know, you, you know me for years at this point. Like, that used yeah. to be my, like, my dream would be having nothing to do on a weekend. It's like, what do you want to do today? I'm like, just let me sleep. And I would wake up at 1 p.m. stoked about it. Yeah. I can't remember the last time that I slept past oh, 10 a.m. Like, yeah. definitely not. I mean, honestly, like, I can't think of the last time I slept past 830. I'm such a degenerate, Tim, that. When I'm up by 12, I think to myself, man, I got the whole day ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my it's, early. it's crazy, Nick. And like, and I've had to, and I've been able to feel that feeling on the off chance at like, um, I think like the last time I had maybe some sort of appointment or maybe I, I took my car in to get service at like 8.30 a.m. It was one of those like just early things on the weekend. I was like, let me schedule it super early. And I was like, damn, I got the full day ahead of me. But I legitimately get that feeling when it's 1248 p.m. I'm like, man, the world is my oyster. It is not even 1 (laughs) p.m. And it's like, and that's how people must feel at 9 a.m. Like normal people. But I I am on the other side of that spectrum. And a lot, and I, you know, I see these TikToks um, that'll be like, here's why we like staying up late at night. And part of it is like you're you don't want tomorrow to start. So you're putting that off as long as possible. I don't even think it's that. I just like I feel 
at peace. Mm. I feel it's quiet, mm. and I I get a lot of work done. Oddly, like I I've been working on this fucking kind of funny shirt for the last two and a half years. It feels like, <laughs> and I work on that like at four in the morning. I'll just like open up an Illustrator. And I just, I just get to work, and I, don't, I just feel really productive at that time. I don't know why. I'm no, with I, Andy. I feel that. Yeah, no, and I, I'm right there too. Like even, even nowadays, it's like I'm when I'm in the zone. I feel like the night's the best time to like be in the zone. But I do think it's really funny that my TikTok al- algorithm is like, "Hey Tim, like here's this funny Pomeranian, or hey, here's this dope home theater shit." Andy's is what are excuses for why I'm staying up so yeah. late? <laughs> like they I got you that. fucking numbered, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm right there with you, Andy. Like I've always I've always had like my nighttime has always been. Uh, I look forward to it. It's the time where it's quiet. I do when I am doing work. I'm very locked in. Um, I'm obviously doing comedy at night, so that's a little different now. But I'm used to sort of my work day being going till like ten o'clock. So when I get home, it's nice to have a break from like 10 to 2 a.m. Just have the four hours to, to decompress. And lately I've been trying to get to bed by midnight because I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can't be, I can't be, because you know, it's slippery slope, like 2 a.m., it's 2.30, it's 3 yeah. o'clock. And then at 3 mm-hmm. o'clock, I'm kind of hungry again. I should, I should break out those goldfish. Oh, the know, worst. I mean, break out those goldfish at 3 a.m. So I've been trying to set a schedule with myself where it's like in bed or, or, or getting ready for bed by midnight and then up no later than 9 a.m. in the morning. Because I feel like as a reputable, uh, you know, adult business owner, nine, nine o'clock in the morning is not a hard ask. No, but not at all. Especially yeah, considering that, like, at any other place of work, I was have to be there by nine o'clock. I, I was, yeah, I was waking up at six forty or six thirty or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, I, I remember thinking of this at the old <clears> studio. We only had to be there by like nine thirty. I'm like, dude, I must have had to wake up at like eight. I don't even remember what my schedule was back then. Yeah, and like I, especially like I was trying to think of this recently too of like man, what time was I waking up cuz like I didn't get to drive to work. I had to take the bus as well. That's the other thing where I'm like, huh. Yeah. I've, I've been giving myself long, huh? such a hard out on on stream nights because uh, I would just get in such a bad rhythm where I thought ending the stream at 10:30 was a good idea. Mm-hmm. And then I would take about 30 minutes to decompress and then I would set the video to render on Premiere and I would cut it down, chop it down, render it. The render would be done by like 11.45 and then I would start the upload and I would go take a shower. When I came back, I would do the thumbnail. And by the time all that is over, it's 1.30. And I'm like, this is not a good fucking thing for me to be doing. Like, I need to start this process way (laughs) earlier. So I've been like trying to cut out the stream at 9.30 an hour Mm -hmm. earlier and uh, and it's definitely been helping out a lot. I, I feel like whenever whenever I do end a stream, I always feel like I need that decompression time. I can't just go straight to the shower. It, like I need time. It, it almost feels like the end of a workout when you just kind of want to sit there and just kind of like, oh, let me catch my breath and collect my thoughts and shit. And I feel like I've been trying to be better about putting myself on a schedule for things like that uh, because I have no other sort of structure in my life aside from that. <laughs> it's, that's been one of the unfortunate, you know, downsides to the, to all of uh, the pandemic, but I'm, you know, that's why I think it's important. Me personally, I'm like, I got to put myself on a little bit more of a, uh, a stricter regimen when it comes to sleep, just because eventually uh, no, no date in sight as Tim has mentioned, but eventually, you know, the idea is to all be, going back to the studio or at least i'm going back to the studio because uh, my wife 
wants me out of the house. So yeah. there that, that's what that is. Um, yeah. I, and again, like we're just, this all started because we were re-clarifying that the studio was not close. Exactly. Mike was only here because Wash, exactly. uh, Washi and JD were visiting from Texas. And, we needed and so to get Mike some, drove we down. We needed to get some, some cookies. Yeah, we, we needed some, some cookies milk. and margs. Yeah, and, some and milk. <laughs> so cookie and margs and milk. Because nothing goes together. Yeah, quite like cookies, warm milk, and tequila. After a lot of after, <laughs> after a giant steak. Yeah, after yeah. a big steak. Uh, and they ended up doing the sightseeing thing. Like they went, uh, they went to Alcatraz, and um, Mike hates Alcatraz. Mike was talking how he, you know. He, he was like, I'm going to be giving the tour guide a tour because I played Warzone a lot. I play Rebirth yeah. Island. Yeah. And okay, so, so I know all the what, spots. What, what history did he learn from, you know, playing those games, you know? Exactly. I think the history Birth that he learned was that, like, bird, a bird shit in his eye, and he wasn't very happy about that. Um, Mike said Is that, that a real thing? Yeah, yeah bird shit yeah, in his eye, in his yeah. Eye. I then, thought that he didn't like... Uh, Alcatraz, but I didn't get the reasoning why. Yeah, it's it's never a complex with Mike. I'll also say this as, as, as we wrap this podcast up right now. This has been a banger, by the way. Tim, I have good luck naming this one. Um, but I I will say that I'll tell and, a story. Andy, better luck making the thumbnail. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is my favorite. This this will wrap Snow Mike Mike Sir Snow Mike Mike up uh, perfectly. Uh, Kevin told me a story. They were supposed to get dinner that night of uh, of Alcatraz, and I guess the dinner was scheduled for five. And Kevin gets a text from Mike. Kevin's like, are you still good for dinner at five? And Mike's like, yeah, I'm on my way out to Alcatraz. And Kevin goes, it's three o'clock right now, Mike. And he goes, yeah, why? Is this going to take a while? And Kevin's like, yeah, it's probably going to take a few hours, man. Like, <laughs> it's an hour. You got to get out there. You got to walk around. You got to come back. You got to make it all the way across the city to where Kevin, where, where dinner was supposed to be scheduled. And Mike's like, oh. <laughs> oh, Kevin's like, I guess I'll just push it back. Mike's not coming to dinner. Yeah, Mike ain't Mike, gonna well, Mike's it. not going to be there. Mike's Got not going to be there. Oh, Mike's not going to be there. I love it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mike will be there for you uh, on a future episode of this podcast. But hey, this one's been a banger. Thank you guys so much for listening all the way through. Remember, if you listen to this podcast, come over and check out some of our videos over on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. And hey, if you think about uh, you're thinking you're wanting to throw us a couple bucks there because we're doing an AOK job, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can back us at any tier. Every bit counts we really appreciate your support and you get to be around for our exclusive patreon only post show that is starting right now wow